Let's talk about the shadow inviting us into places deeper within ourselves. Places that we may not even know exist. Places that are seemingly so far away that we maybe have never even imagined are relevant to us. These places that we are invited to by the shadow to pay a visit. It can be very confronting. It can be very messy, ugly, scary. And this is not to be underestimated. My own journey has often taken me into the dark and into the shadow. And I have a tendency to throw myself into the deep shadow ends, needing to discover my light. And it has been at times messy and scary and destructive. And so I've had to learn that there is a different way. There are many, many ways to do shadow work. And the interesting learning for me has really been around learning to do shadow work without plunging yourself into the depths of complete and utter darkness, but actually slowly picking, chewing, digesting and using the shadow awareness to nourish yourself rather than to beat yourself up, rather than to hold expectations. It's not an easy thing to do, but I have discovered how important it is to actually tread gently, tenderly, because the shadow is a never-ending journey. It's, it's not going to run out. And sometimes we think, oh, if we do this shadow work and we just get this piece over and done with, then everything's going to open up and we're going to be exactly where we want to be. We're going to have exactly the job, relationship, home that we dream of. All we need to do is just conquer this shadow peace that lies in front of us. And I've certainly suffered from that mindset. At the time, didn't realise I was suffering from that mindset. But I've learnt through trying to plunge myself into the deep end of the shadow work over and over again, I have learnt that actually this shadow work is not going anywhere. Don't be in a hurry to try to conquer it. Don't be in a hurry to try to get this all out of the way to reach some sort of destination, some sort of state of complete self-illumination where you're never troubled or bothered by anything and where everything is just perfect. We are in our existing state already in touch with that perfection when we learn how to be gentle with ourselves and with the power of the shadow when we learn to respect it and we learn to go gently and slowly integrating the parts in a healthy way. So this is about healthy shadow work 
This is also about balance. We can't do shadow work if we're intending unconsciously to punish ourselves or if we are trying to get to a particular destination and we believe that if we do this shadow work piece, we're going to get there. The shadow is much more sophisticated and intelligent than our egos would or our minds would have us believe. The shadow is a very, very powerful and sophisticated teacher and it will find and it will show you all those ways in which you're doing shadow work to create more shadow because this shadow work is ever available. It's always going to be available. Now we have to learn, especially those of us who have been on this path and we are very used to doing shadow integration and we are used to, you know, deep healing states and trauma healing and somatic releases and purging and screaming and crying and going into the depths of the pain and releasing to revive and resurrect ourselves and we're so used to doing that it can feel like that's always what we need to do in order to heal in order to feel the relief the release the growth and I have learned recently that this approach can be useful of course but there are times when Actually, what's be, what we're being called to is more of a realistic, balanced, compassionate understanding of what our shadow is and what our shadow work needs to look like. And sometimes that means treading gently, slowing everything down and approaching the shadow with compassion and curiosity like that genuine compassion and curiosity not okay I'm curious because I want to get this done I'm curious because I'm sick of this and I need to solve this it's it's an approach of of genuine humanity it's kind of the only words I can use to describe it. We have to approach ourselves with a genuine humanity because we are human and we have to allow ourselves to be human. We have a human nervous system. It can only take so much at a time. So even though our spirit wants to dive in and wants to transmute and alchemize and is infinitely available and powerful to do this, we have a human body. We have this physical vessel that needs also gentleness, tenderness, rest, balance. And so at all times, we're trying to find a balance between this infinite awareness and this, the limitations of the material realm. And approaching shadow work with a genuine understanding of ourselves, that we are human, that we are women, men, that we are here to experience what it's like 
to integrate the shadow in a way that's healthy for us and that serves us and not in a way that creates more pain, creates more unconscious layers of suffering, creates more trauma. It's a very fine line between diving into shadow work that then becomes re-traumatizing versus shadow work that is really being done at a level of mastery that it's almost serving you and you can really feel how it's making you stronger, more loving towards yourself, more compassionate, more clear within, more resilient, but also more capable, more able to do the shadow integration. This is especially important if we're working with plant medicines or psychedelics and we're doing very deep and expansive healing work where we're being taken very directly and and in such a potent manner to the shadow aspects that live and vibrate within us. It's very important that when we are doing that work, because we're so much more sensitive, receptive, feeling, and the shadow can feel so much more real and confronting and visceral because all of our senses are completely heightened. Now this elusive shadow is actually the most pressing concern in our awareness and our whole entire being is now being clouded or suffocated by this blanket of darkness. And we are trying to understand how do we heal in this? When we are working with plant medicines in this altered state of consciousness, the shadow can present itself in very, very powerful, potent, confronting ways. And we can, especially if we're very used to doing this work, we can dive in. And of course, we dive in with trust. We dive in, we trust the process. We trust the intelligence inherent in everything. And it can be very, very, very powerful and potent experience. And there is, there has been my, that has been my tendency to dive straight in. And recently I have just really been learning that the visceral effects of shadow work on our nervous system are very real. And we have to learn how to equip ourselves appropriately to go in that deep. And we have to have bodies that are nourished to be able to go in that deep. We have to be strong physically. We have to have the right support systems around us the right community, friends, loved ones, family, the right ground, the right safety, stability. Everything has to be organised in such a way that allows us to do that really, really deep, deep work because it really changes and affects us at such a profound level. When we come out of that space, we need to know we've got the support because we can come out of that space very vulnerable, very fragile, very open, now, approaching work that is that deep and shadow that is that, um, that is that deep and that dense in a state of real receptivity, we also need to be receptive to our light. We can't go in 
to the shadow without the lights on at some level. Because that can be a very, very disturbing experience. We have to learn how to turn the lights on in ourselves before we go into a house that is pitch black. And the turning of the lights on is the activation of our heart in a place that is self-loving, self-trusting, that has self-conviction. And so when we, we approach the shadow and we ha- we're holding self-love, we really, really are doing this for ourselves because we believe We believe that there is love here for us. When we can hold that frequency, we can gently move into the shadow in a way that's healthy, in a way that serves us and not in a way that's re-traumatizing. And finding that love, finding that belief, that deep self-love in the midst of this darkness, finding that resolute strength that tells you within yourself, you know why you're doing this, you know you can do this, you're strong enough to do this, you love yourself enough to find the light in this darkness, whether it's even that you're finding the very willpower that allowed you to even survive, let alone thrive, but just you're finding your strength of survival. Whatever it is, you are finding something that is going to be like gold, like golden light within your energy system. It's going to serve you. Go Going into the shadow, gently, holding in your mind, things that you genuinely from a place of self-love want to see yourself grow in and flourish in and heal and be better in for yourself not because you feel like you're broken and therefore you know you need to do the shadow work piece but it feels so overwhelming that you're not really even too sure how to do it and You don't have that inner resourcing that allows you to do it in a way that's healthy. So that can be very difficult and we can often get stuck. And when we approach big pieces of shadow work and we don't have that that gentleness within ourselves and that self-love within ourselves, that's a time to take a step back and really work on cultivating a deeper sense of grounding, rootedness, connection to the heart, deep connection to your body, because that is what is going to get us through the deep, dark days and the deep, dark nights. So people do often ask me, when does healing, is there a point where healing work can actually be re-traumatising? Is there a point where plant medicines and psychedelics can actually create more shadow than they do create light within? And I think it's about the way that we approach it. So 
approaching your shadow work from a place of self-love, self-compassion, genuine tenderness and curiosity, rather than being hard on yourself, being critical of yourself, feeling like you're broken and you need to do the shadow work to fix yourself. That can be very difficult and it can really help when we come back to humanity. We believe that we are part of humanity and therefore to be part of humanity, we have to treat ourselves humanely. To treat ourselves humanely, we have to be able to feel and understand that we're human. This is especially important if we've had a lot of experiences in altered states of consciousness where we have experienced very high, high frequencies of the spirit world and the unseen world where we have experienced, you know, what we have felt like is very high, blissful, unconditional love, wordless states, places that we can't really even put into words then it becomes even more important to recognise our humanity and, our, and be human. The irony is we're often seeking to escape this, this place, this place of being human, this human experience which seems to cause us so much uncertainty and suffering and grief and pain and seems more trouble than it's worth sometimes. And yet, even in the deepest of fields where our spirit is dissolved into everything, the thing that can keep us the safest is the knowing, the feeling, the tenderness that we have with our human selves. And that tenderness begins with the body. Being and feeling tenderness within your own body is really the key that can anchor these higher levels of consciousness, anchor them into this physical experience through your body, anchoring in these bliss states through your body, anchoring in all the wisdom that's coming from the shadow and the shadow work into the body so that we actually, as humans, we become more human. We become more of humanity. We feel more of humanity. It's a really, really powerful and somewhat ironic journey that we journey into spiritual realms and into unseen realms and into expanded states of consciousness only to come back to this body to this earthly plane. There is something so safe and special about this realm that we exist in. We have been given a lot of this kind of special, it's like a special place, a special place called home on earth. And every time we go out and we come back in, it really is about settling back into the body, settling back into home, finding the connection with your humanness again, with humanity. So if you are doing 
really deep existential levels of shadow integration at this time and you're working perhaps with very deep ancestral programs maybe even collective programs that have affected your ancestry that have affected the lineage that you come from that have maybe even existential in the sense that things around your in utero world your birth process your very very early newborn baby experiences of attachment of receiving love of being safe these are really you know primal depths that we go into and i call them the inception like when we in we the inception into earth when we we actually at a soul level incarnate into this physical um consciousness inception the preconception the conception dynamics and then the in utero world and then our birth process and our very early formative days that whole piece all of those that whole chain is really can sometimes involve really deep existential shadow work And the reason why I say it's existential is because it really is leading and guiding us to a deeper sense of our place in the world and our self-worth. Why we are here. And when we approach these pieces of shadow work and we approach them because we know we have healing work to do here and we don't really approach... With, from a place of self-love and self-conviction, and maybe because it's been hard to love ourselves because we haven't integrated these pieces, maybe because it's hard, been hard to feel that self-conviction because we haven't gone to these places. So when, when we find ourselves in that place and we, have, we know we're going into deep territory, be slow and gentle and try to balance especially if you're falling into deep, deep grief, grief states. Because yes, you can do a lot of clearing and a lot of healing, but it also taxes your nervous system. When your body is grieving, 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 and you feel you're, you need to do this because you need to release you know, the pain from maybe your, your conception dynamics or what it was like being in your mother's womb, and you're starting to feel all of the pain and the disconnection or the, you know, disgust or whatever it is, the, the suffering. And you're going through that grief process. It's really important to balance that you don't keep grieving, grieving, grieving and being in so much pain that you forget what you're there to be you forget who you are you're going into the shadow so that you can illuminate yourself and discover aspects that you haven't known about who you are those aspects that you're here to discover are not designed to make you suffer even more and if all we do is go into the shadow to unravel more suffering more grief more pain 
more hurt, more of the density that affects our self-worth, we are actually, in a way, punishing ourselves. And that's not what the shadow wants us to do. But if we keep enacting that, if we keep going in without the balance of, I'm going to take just enough for me, really digest, integrate and get nourishment from and when I say integrate I mean it physically changes your body, your nervous system, your brain, it changes your life, your the way you move your body, it changes your friendships, your relationships, it changes your relationship with your family, it changes the way you live your life, like you've integrated that wisdom, then you go back in. From that integrated place you go back in to the shadow to face more, to learn more, and then you come back and you integrate. We have to learn this back and forward, like the ebb and flow of the ocean waves. It's not always, it's not always a high tide where we're completely, completely immersed and it's relentless. And we just expect there to always be grief and pain. And we always feel this shadow following us. And it's there. And we know it's going to be the most difficult thing in the world. And we do it over and over and over again. And then we wonder why we're not feeling better. Why are we not seeing our lives change? Because we can be doing shadow work without enough self-compassion, without enough balance, without enough recognition that we exist in a human body and we have to be gentle with ourselves. So I really hope that this has helped. If you are finding yourself in a place where you're doing very, very deep shadow work and you're finding, okay, it's getting overwhelming or it's getting re-traumatizing or you're getting lost in it and you feel it's never ending and it's not nourishing you and it's not making you feel stronger and it's not leaving you with a deeper sense of self-belief and self-love. Maybe it's even taking that away. Maybe it's even depleting you. My message for you is please, please honour your humanity. You are human. You need to be gentle with yourself. We all need to be gentle with ourselves and we need to find balance because the shadow, my friends, is never going away. It is like night is today. We are never going to get rid of the night, just like we're never going to get rid of the day. We're never going to get rid of the shadow, just like we're never going to get rid of the light. It's a never ending dance. And we need to take this dance and dance with it. Find a way to dance with this through our lives. And the more we learn to dance, to find movement in the dense blanket of darkness, to find some body connection in the freeze response, to find some joy in the grief, 
when we learn to find these moments, we lead ourselves into new places within ourselves. And we learn that home is home. That home is wherever we decide it to be. And this dance is our home because there is no destination. There is no destination. We are never going to reach the end of this mysterious journey of discovering what we are. There is no end. We are never going to arrive. So what do we do? We may as well enjoy the dance. 